You are listening to The Stream UK and Alison and Partners podcast. Hello and welcome back to The Stream UK. It's great to have you here with us once again for episode 19. My name is Andrew Rogers and as always I'm joined by our fantastic Alison and Partners UK team through the magic of Zoom. This month, I'm pleased to welcome back Dan Whitney and Gina Mossy. With campaign plans now in full swing for 2021, we're turning our attention to the all-important yet often overlooked topic of return on investment and measurement. Budgets are being squeezed across the board and showing the value of our campaigns has never been more important. When investing in our services, our clients quite rightly want to see measurable results. This is an area of communications that has really grown up over the last decade. Even so, the mission to demonstrate true ROI on our campaigns continues. So let's jump into this topic. Dan, I want to start by asking you a question all about how ROI has really evolved. So comparing campaigns now to 10 years ago, how has demonstrating ROI become more important? Uh, I think 10 years ago, you know, measurement metrics were obviously available and marketers were using them, but I think they were a lot less sophisticated. And I don't think we had the same level of data understanding that we do today. Social media measurement, for example, you know, was obviously around and being used. But I think, you know, you look at things like um, Facebook's investment in their business manager application over the last few years, and it's given marketers a massively kind of new ecosystem of data and the ability to measure ROI in a really detailed way. I remember launching a blog for a brand in 2010, and the key metric was just, you know, have people visited the site. You know, this now isn't enough. We can't just look at one thing like that. You know, we have the ability to understand that customer journey now to a really detailed extent. And I think creating relevant content that we understand that, the, you know, the customers are going to be reading and looking at will really help drive that ROI. So I think it's really important, not only for agencies, because obviously, you know, we want to demonstrate our ability to drive efficient campaigns, but also for brands, because now they have that ability to track and review where their dollars are going and where they're being spent, how efficient the marketing program is, and, you know, what contribution it has to the overall business growth um, is a really key metric that, that brands are looking at in terms of demonstrating ROI and why it's important. And when it comes to return on investment, uh, what specifically are we talking about? I mean, Gina, can you jump in here? What metrics might people want to use? Yeah, so I think, as Dan mentioned, you know, there's there's such a vast new ecosystem of different metrics and, and data that we can use. And I think what's particularly important, particularly in the, cl- the climate that we're in more so than ever before, is, is making sure that everything that we do, every single activity and every single piece of budget has a purpose um, and everything is really contributing back to the overall business goals that are really important. So in terms of metrics, we look at this across all stages of the of the buying funnel. So we look at the top of the funnel uh, with awareness metrics, then through to consideration and then through to conversion metrics, you know, what, how, how is our activity really uh, affecting your bottom line? So as some examples of the different metrics in each of the different stages, when it comes to awareness and engagement, from an earned media coverage perspective, it will be things like mentions in, in top tier media titles, share of voice in online and print media, potential reach. On the digital media front, there's more of a focus on impressions, as well as things like click-through rate and looking at the cost per engagement. When it comes to email marketing, looking at open and click rates, right through to events as well. So looking at the number of attendees that, that you can draw and, and the size of the pool that you're getting that awareness out to. And then moving through into consideration, it's looking more at consumption 
uh, consumption of, of whatever it is that we're putting out. So looking at those calls to actions that we include on, on content. So uh, looking at clicks through to the websites, downloads, signups, but also looking at kind of softer metrics. So looking at things like time spent, so time spent with content, also looking at the user journey, like how people are behaving once they get through to that site. Are they landing on content and then bouncing straight back off it? Or are they doing the journey that we want them to do, which is, you know, going onto that page and then moving through to find out more information as part of that online journey. And then through to conversion. So these are the more uh, sales linked metrics. Uh, so they might be direct sales, more on the consumer side or on the B2B side, we'd be looking at things like marketing qualified leads or direct inquiries and also making sure that we give a monetary value to really show that ROI. So looking at a cost per lead or cost per sale uh, when it comes to the marketing activity that we've done. And also it's worth mentioning, you know, overall brand metrics as well. So things like brand recall, brand affinity, looking at things like net promoter score as well um, are really important. So Dan, people listening to this podcast will be at different levels of building their measurement campaign. Some might be in the position where they've got quite a sophisticated campaign already set up, while others might be just getting started. If we look at those who are really in in the more early stages, what advice can we give them? What should they consider for their measurement program? That's a really, it's really interesting question because, you know, there's there's thousands of metrics out there that, that can be tracked and measured against. And I think this is probably pretty overwhelming for brands, you know, and, and marketers when they first come to this, because there's so many different ways that we can measure the effectiveness of our campaigns nowadays. So I think, you know, one of the key things is to determine what it is that you want to focus on. You've got to have a clear objective. We've got to make sure that we understand what it is we're trying to achieve. Is it drive sales, for example? If it is, then we need to build out our goals and our KPIs so we can start to build out a measurement framework that works against them objectives um, so we can track everything. I think, you know, as an agency, we we work with a lot of companies in this planning stage to kind of help evaluate the key metrics that the business needs to consider. But this is really focusing on insight-driven decisions, you know, regarding that investment and placement of the campaign. So it's really key that there's an overall, you know, everybody, all the stakeholders are in agreement of what it is that we want to do so that we can put in some metrics um, in the first instance to start and get, get going. Thanks, Dan. So we've got our campaign off the ground. We're ready to start measuring. We're choosing some of our metrics. There are going to be bumpy periods along the way there. Gina, when we're looking at some of the biggest challenges that brands have, what tends to come up? What do we often look to troubleshoot for for our clients? Yeah, I think something that we um, find a lot with with clients, and Dan's kind of touched on this already, is the relationship between overall goals and objectives and KPIs. And sometimes that, you know, that relationship isn't as clear as it should be. Sometimes we find that the KPIs that are set don't relate back directly to those goals and objectives. But also on the flip side, you know, sometimes we've actually got too many KPIs that are set. You know, we're trying to measure too much. You know, you almost can't see the wood from the trees. So that's something that we spend a lot of time with. Um, you know, right at the beginning of campaigns is, is making sure that every KPI that we do set is clear and marries back to those overall business goals um, so that we can really measure that impact end to end. I think another thing that we sometimes see is there's, especially when clients are, are just starting out on their measurement journey, is that there's no benchmark to set, particularly if it's like a new channel or a new stream that, that we're trying out. So I think 
what comes in really handy there is looking at industry benchmarks uh, and making sure that they're set so we have some sort of, of level of something that we're aiming for and, and something to give a goal there and so that could be by industry or it could be by geography you know something else that we find particularly with uh, bigger global companies is that we might have benchmarks that are based uh, in a much bigger market of the US but what does that mean you know how does that relate to maybe EMEA benchmarks and, and working on that side of things as well. I think cadence is another challenge that, that we often run into. So I think, you know, it's it's quite common to measure by month or by quarter. Whereas, you know, if you think about it, if we're, you're waiting till the end of every month or the end of every quarter to look at that data and be able to make changes to campaigns, that's not often enough. So we definitely take very much an always on approach to analytics where we do look at that data very regularly and optimize as we go along. And in terms of reporting, I think it's important to note that measurement analytics is never just about the numbers and just about the stats. It's about insight, it's about comparison and correlation. And that correlation is, is particularly important when it comes to uh, PR campaigns as Top tier media do know the value of, of putting links in their articles, let's say. So we may not have that direct correlation where we can see which piece of coverage has driven those website clicks. But if we look at the data and look at the patterns over time regularly, we can see, OK, you know, does the amount of coverage that we're getting in national media, is it linking back to how many direct inquiries we're getting in or how much website traffic we're getting? So I think that's an important one. And then I guess finally, a big challenge is silos between PR and marketing channels. You know, they are traditionally looked after by, by separate teams a lot of the time, but we're definitely starting to see a lot more consolidation of those teams in the current climate. But really, you know, what we really try and work on is, is a holistic overview, because that's really the only way that you can achieve real ROI is if you can get a full picture of the activity across each of those different channels and work on that. And then you can clearly see, okay, how are things performing on different channels? Where should we put more budget? Where should we put less budget? So a lot of the work we do is helping in-house teams to, to work together on that and, and get that full picture. And at Allison and Partners, of course, we've got our global measurement team. And if you ever ask them, they'll be able to give you many, many reasons why measurement matters. But when we're looking at everyone else involved in, the, in, in our campaigns, why should they care about good measurement as part of their campaign? How does it help their campaign? And how does it help their campaigns to grow and deliver better results? I think good measurement is really only useful, as I say, if you've set them clear goals and objectives, you know, like, like June has mentioned as well. But if it is set up correctly, then, you know, that measurement framework that you put in place can allow you to make them decisions and optimise content and, and campaigns in real time, um, as Gina just touched on. I think, you know, one of the things that we do and why it's massively important is because if you've got a particular ad that's running or an ad set that isn't performing very well, then what we do is we look at that budget allocated to it and, and move it to a piece of content or an ad that is working. So ultimately, you're going to then have better results because you're putting your budget against content and creative that is driving that ROI. I think measurement matters really because over time, when looking at the data, you can build a really strong audience profile. You know, you can identify them key behaviours along that customer journey to allow you to target your customer more efficiently. And that is going to generate better ROI in a longer game. I think it is important to note that this is a learning game. It's about measuring and testing and learning. Uh, and the key to kind of delivering top performing campaigns is that we have to always look at how they're performing you know, sometimes on a day-to-day -day, hourly basis. We can't pretend to get it right first time. You know, I think customer behavior and intent to purchase changes all the time. You know, look at last year, for example, that's had a huge impact on how people perceive and behave 
and their affinity to brands has changed. So by understanding our customers and constantly measuring and, and learning about how they're interacting with us, gives us better results and gives us a better long-term strategy to understanding what it is that we need to do to drive that ROI. Now, we've looked at the past, we've looked at the present, so it only makes sense for us to finish on the future of measurement. One to close out, Dan, Gina, what does the future hold for measurement in our industries? What might change? What sort of trends do you see on the horizon? I think it's really interesting in terms of measurement because digital advertising has a massive advantage over traditional media because it has that ability, like we've said, to be able to be tested and tracked and we can measure the effectiveness of any given ad. Digital advertising from a revenue point of view and and spend point of view is set to increase. It's looking at something like 16.2 billion this year and that's only going to increase over the years to come. So data and measurement is really vital for brand success longer term. You know, as I said at the start, simply tracking websites and and web visits is is long gone now and and the kind of the future and what people are doing now, there's some really advanced metrics that we can kind of track and tap into to look at genuine consumer behavior and trends and actions. So I think ultimately the future is about being insight driven. It's ensuring that as organizations and brands, they have that multifunctional channel agnostic uh, measurement and attribution model because this not only will combine sort of business intelligence, but also measurement. So this is what brands need to focus on and put in place to really be successful in the years to come. Yeah, and I think to add to that, I mean, yeah, the challenges of last year and that are continuing through into this year, you know, it has definitely put more spotlight on how important these metrics are. And, and also, I think, to speak about the earned media space specifically, as Dan mentioned, it is that bit more challenging to, to measure impact there. So I think what that's kind of brought out is teams looking for ways to work around these challenges to be able to prove the value and and fight for budgets within their organizations so I think that focus on data analysis insight you know testing optimization um, will continue but then another thing I think is is really exciting when looking at the future is whereas the the digital tools and data that we have access to you know that's only going to get more clever you know that's only going to develop that way but also what's exciting in addition to that is how you know new talent that's coming into the industry has grown up digital native now so and that's only going to come out stronger as as these people get further up in organizations so it will kind of start to close a a bit of the skills gap that there's been around um, data and analytics when it comes to PR and marketing teams traditionally so that's an exciting place to be in and and we're kind of looking forward to to working with those teams to help them develop that and develop those KPIs and goals within their organizations. Certainly an exciting future ahead. Gina, Dan, thank you so much for taking time of your busy day to join us on the podcast. And thanks to you for sticking with us to the end of another episode of The Stream UK. As always, let me remind you to hit that subscribe button so you always get the latest analysis and insights from Alison and Partners here in London. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes and Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can always find out the latest from alisonpr.co.uk forward slash stream, where we'll be focusing all this month on measurement and return on investment. Thanks for stopping by.